her ear to the great below. From the great above, the goddess opened her ear to the great below. From the great above, Anana opened her ear to the great below. My lady abandoned heaven and earth to descend to the underworld. Inanna abandoned heaven and earth to descend to the underworld. She abandoned her office of holy priestess to descend to the underworld. In Uruk, she abandoned her temple to descend to the underworld. In Bad Tibera, she abandoned her temple to descend to the underworld. In Zabalam, she abandoned her temple to descend to the underworld. In Adab, she abandoned her temple to descend to the underworld. In Nippur, she abandoned her temple to descend to the underworld. In Kish, she abandoned her temple to descend to the underworld. In Akkad, she abandoned her temple to descend to the underworld. She gathered together the seven me. She took them into her hands. With the me in her possession, she prepared herself. She placed the shugura, the crown of the step, on her head. She arranged the dark locks of hair across her forehead. She tied the small lapis beads around her neck. Let the double strand of beads fall to her breast and wrap the royal robe around her body. She daubed her eyes with ointment called, Let him come, let him come. Bound the breastplate called, Come man, come, around her chest. Slipped the gold ring over her wrist and took the lapis measuring rod and line in her hand. Inanna set out for the underworld. Ninshuber, her faithful servant, went with her. Inanna spoke to her, saying, Ninshuber, my constant support, my suckle who gives me wise advice, my warrior who fights by my side, I am descending to the Kur, to the underworld. If I do not return, set up a lament for me by the ruins, beat the drum for me in the assembly places, circle the houses of the gods. Tear at your eyes, at your mouth, at your thighs. Dress yourself in a single garment like a beggar. Go to Nippur, to the temple of Enlil. When you enter his holy shrine, cry out, O Father Enlil, do not let your daughter be put to death in the underworld. Do not let your bright silver be covered with the dust of the underworld. Do not let your precious lapis be broken into stone for the stoneworker. Do not let your fragrant boxwood be cut into wood for the woodworker. Do not let the holy priestess of heaven be put to death in the underworld. If Enlil will not help you, go to Ur, to the temple of Nana. Weep before Father Nana. If Nana will not help you, go to Iridu, to the temple of Inki. Weep before Father Inki. Father Inki, the god of wisdom, knows the food of life. He knows the water of life. He knows the secrets. Surely he will not let me die. Inanna continued on her way to the underworld. Then she stopped and said, Go now, Ninshuber. Do not forget the words I have commanded you. When Inanna arrived at the outer gates of the underworld, she knocked loudly. She cried out in a fierce voice, Open the door, gatekeeper. Open the door, Neti. I alone would enter. Neti, the chief gatekeeper of the Kur, asked, Who are you? She answered, I am Inanna, queen of heaven, on my way to the east. Neti said, If you are truly Inanna, queen of heaven, on your way to the east, why has your heart led you on the road from which no traveler returns? Inanna answered, Because of my older sister, Irish Kegel, her husband, Gugalana, the bull of heaven, has died. 
I have come to witness the funeral rites. Let the beer of his funeral rites be poured into the cup. Let it be done. Nettie spoke. Stay here, Inanna. I will speak to my queen. I will give her your message. Nettie, the chief gatekeeper of the Kerr, entered the palace of Irishkegel, the queen of the underworld, and said, My queen, a maid, as tall as heaven, as wide as the earth, as strong as the foundations of the city wall, waits outside the palace gates. She gathered together the seven me. She has taken them into her hands. With the me in her possession, she has prepared herself. On her head she wears the shagura, the crown of the steppe. Across her forehead her dark locks of hair are carefully arranged. Around her neck she wears the small lapis beads. At her breast she wears the double strand of beads. Her body is wrapped with the royal robe. Her eyes are daubed with the ointment called Let Him Come, Let Him Come. Around her chest she wears the breastplate called Come Man, Come. On her wrist she wears the gold ring. In her hand she carries the lapis measuring rod and line. When Irish Kegel heard this, she slapped her thigh and bit her lip. She took the matter into her heart and dwelt on it. Then she spoke. Come, Nettie, my chief gatekeeper of the cur, heed my words. Bolt the seven gates of the underworld. Then, one by one, open each gate a crack. Let Inanna enter. As she enters, remove her royal garments. Let the holy priestess of heaven enter bowed low. Nettie heeded the words of his queen. He bolted the seven gates of the underworld. Then he opened the outer gate. He said to the maid, Come, Inanna, enter. When she entered the first gate, from her head the shagura, the crown of the step, was removed. Inanna asked, What is this? She was told, Quiet, Inanna, the ways of the underworld are perfect. They may not be questioned. When she entered the second gate, from her neck the small lapis beads were removed. Inanna asked, What is this? She was told, Quiet, Inanna, the ways of the underworld are perfect. They may not be questioned. When she entered the third gate, from her breast the double strand of beads was removed. Inanna asked, What is this? She was told, Quiet, Inanna, the ways of the underworld are perfect. They may not be questioned. When she entered the fourth gate, from her chest the breastplate called Come Man, Come was removed. Inanna asked, What is this? She was told, Quiet, Inanna, the ways of the underworld are perfect. They may not be questioned. When she entered the fifth gate, from her wrist the gold ring was removed. Inanna asked, What is this? She was told, Quiet, Inanna, the ways of the underworld are perfect. They may not be questioned. When she entered the sixth gate, from her hand the lapis measuring rod and line was removed. Inanna asked, What is this? She was told, Quiet, Inanna, the ways of the underworld are perfect. They may not be questioned. When she entered the seventh gate, from her body the royal robe was removed. Inanna asked, What is this? She was told, Quiet, Inanna, the ways of the underworld are perfect. They may not be questioned. Naked and bowed low, Inanna entered the throne room. Irish Kegel rose from her throne. Inanna started toward the throne. The Anuna, 
the judges of the underworld surrounded her. They passed judgment against her. Then Irishkigal fastened on Inanna the eye of death. She spoke against her the word of wrath. She uttered against her the cry of guilt. She struck her. Inanna was turned into a corpse, a piece of rotting meat, and was hung from a hook on the wall. When, after three days and three nights, Inanna had not returned, and Shuber set up a lament for her by the ruins, she beat the drum for her in the assembly places. She circled the houses of the gods. She tore at her eyes. She tore at her mouth. She tore at her thighs. She dressed herself in a single garment like a beggar. Alone, she set out for Nippur and the temple of Enlil. When she entered the holy shrine, she cried out, O oh, Father Enlil, do not let your daughter be put to death in the underworld. Do not let your bright silver be covered with the dust of the underworld. Do not let your precious lapis be broken into stone for the stoneworker. Do not let your fragrant boxwood be cut into wood for the woodworker. Do not let the holy priestess of heaven be put to death in the underworld. Father Enlil answered angrily, My daughter craved the great above. Nana craved the great below. She who receives the me of the underworld does not return. She who goes to the dark city stays there. Father Enlil would not help. And Shuber went to Ur and the temple of Nana. When she entered the holy shrine, she cried out, O Father Nana, do not let your daughter be put to death in the underworld. Do not let your bright silver be covered with dust of the underworld. Do not let your precious lapis be broken into stone for the stoneworker. Do not let your fragrant boxwood be cut into wood for the woodworker. Do not let the holy priestess of heaven be put to death in the underworld. Father Nana answered angrily, My daughter craved the great above, and Nana craved the great below. She who receives the me of the underworld does not return. She who goes to the dark city stays there. Father Nana would not help. Ninshuba went to Iridu and the temple of Inki. When she entered the holy shrine, she cried out, O oh, Father Inki, do not let your daughter be put to death in the underworld. Do not let your bright silver be covered with the dust of the underworld. Do not let your precious lapis be broken into stone for the stoneworker. Do not let your fragrant boxwood be cut into wood for the woodworker. Do not let the holy priestess of heaven be put to death in the underworld. Father Inky said, What has happened? What has my daughter done? Inanna, queen of all the lands, holy priestess of heaven, what has happened? I am troubled. I am grieved. From under his fingernail, Father Inky brought forth dirt. He fashioned the dirt into a kagara, a creature neither male nor female. From under the fingernail of his other hand, he brought forth dirt. He fashioned the dirt into a galator a creature neither male nor female. He gave the food of life to the Kagara. He gave the water of life to the Galator. Inky spoke to the Kagara and Galator, saying, Go to the underworld. Enter the door like flies. Irishkigal, the queen of the underworld, is moaning with the cries of a woman about to give birth. No linen is spread over her body. Her breasts are uncovered. Her hair swirls about her head like leeks. When she cries, O, oh, O, oh, my inside, cry also, O, oh, O, oh, your inside. When she cries, O, oh, O, oh, my outside, cry also, 
oh, oh, you're outside. The queen will be pleased. She will offer you a gift. Ask her only for the corpse that hangs from the hook on the wall. One of you will sprinkle the food of life on it. The other will sprinkle the water of life. Inanna will arise. The Kurgara and the Galator heeded Inky's words. They set out for the underworld. Like flies, they slipped through the cracks of the gates. They entered the throne room of the Queen of the Underworld. No linen was spread over her body. Her breasts were uncovered. Her hair swirled around her head like leeks. Irish Kegel was moaning. Oh, oh, my inside. They moaned, oh, oh, your inside. She moaned, oh, oh, my outside. They moaned, oh, oh, your outside. She groaned, oh, oh, my belly. They groaned, oh, oh, your belly. She groaned, oh, oh, my back. They groaned, oh, oh, your back. She sighed, ah, ah, my heart. They sighed, ah, ah, your heart. She sighed, ah, ah, my liver. They sighed, ah, ah, your liver. Irish Kegel stopped. She looked at them. She asked, who are you, moaning, groaning, sighing with me? If you are gods, I will bless you. If you are mortals, I will give you a gift. I will give you the water gift, the river in its fullness. The Kurgara and Galator answered, We do not wish it. Yershkegel said, I will give you the grain gift, the fields in harvest. The Kurgara and Galator said, We do not wish it. Yershkegel said, Speak then, what do you wish? They answered, We wish only the corpse that hangs from the hook on the wall. Irishkegel said, The corpse belongs to Inanna. They said, Whether it belongs to our queen, whether it belongs to our king, that is what we wish. The corpse was given to them. The Kurgara sprinkled the food of life on the corpse. The Galator sprinkled the water of life on the corpse. Inanna arose. Inanna was about to ascend from the underworld. When the Anuna, the judges of the underworld, seized her, they said, no one ascends from the underworld unmarked. If Anana wishes to return from the underworld, she must provide someone else in her place. As Anana ascended from the underworld, the Gala, the demons of the underworld, clung to her side. The Gala were demons who know no food, who know no drink, who eat no offerings, who drink no libations, who accept no gifts. They enjoy no lovemaking. They have no sweet children to kiss. They tear the wife from the husband's arms. They tear the child from the father's knees. They steal the bride from her marriage home. The demons clung to Inanna. The small gala who accompanied Inanna were like reeds the size of low picket fences. The large gala who accompanied Inanna were like reeds the size of high picket fences. The one who walked in front of Inanna was not a minister. Yet he carried a scepter. The one who walked behind her was not a warrior, yet he carried a mace. Ninshuber, dressed in a soiled sackcloth, waited outside the palace gates. When she saw Inanna, surrounded by the gala, she threw herself in the dust at Inanna's feet. The gala said, Walk on, Inanna. We will take Ninshuber in your place. Inanna cried, No, Ninshuber is my constant support. She is my suckle who gives me wise advice. She is my warrior who fights by my side. She did not forget my words. 
She set up a lament for me by the ruins. She beat the drum for me at the assembly places. She circled the houses of the gods. She tore at her eyes, at her mouth, at her thighs. She dressed herself in a single garment like a beggar. Alone, she set out for Nippur and the temple of Enlil. She went to Ur and the temple of Nana. She went to Iridu and the temple of Enki. Because of her, my life was saved. I will never give Ninjubur to you. The gala said, Walk on, Inanna, we will accompany you to Yuma. In Yuma, at the holy shrine, Shara, the son of Inanna, was dressed in a soiled sackcloth. When he saw Inanna, surrounded by the gala, he threw himself in the...